All right, welcome back to the Obsession Podcast. Mike Stadler here. Carl Bethke here. We got another question here that uh, one of our subscribers sent in. Uh, is dough movement important, or is it the most important to you? To me, it's important, but it's not the most important thing on my property. I think it's important, very important during the rut, pre-rut time, to be able to lock down your dough movement and know what your doughs are doing, because what are you doing? You end up basically hunting dough movement. Your doughs. Right. So, I think that's the most important time for dough movement. Your dough movement early if you plan on taking doughs. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, what about... Which is when we take our doses early. Right, right. Um, you know, first weekend, I plan on shooting at least one or two off the property. Yeah, I, I don't... I, I guess I don't want to say I don't, don't watch it, but I don't monitor it that closely no. until mid-October. Right. Then I want to see, you know, where are they traveling. Yeah. You know, which you can use your their intel for that, you know, all the way up to it, your cameras, your observation. Um, it doesn't change a lot though. No, no, those are, you know, those should be the most predictable thing on your property. And for me, and I, I'm pretty sure it's the same here with you, is we have different doe groups on the property. So each group beds in a different area because they do not, especially coming up here shortly, the end of April, beginning of May, when the fawns are starting to drop, the adult does do not tolerate each other at all. That's that's what I was going to say too. That's where your doe movement is important. If you have too many of them, right, and you don't have them segregated at all on your property, that's when you're going to have a problem. It will be important to you then. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Because they're going to drive each other around, and you know we both watched them kick mature bucks out of the property. Oh yeah, just absolutely thump them. You know, and and they, them out. big bucks won't stand for it. They'll just leave. Nope. they don't want it. It's, so. it, big bucks are like old men. They're like they know when they got a shot and when they don't, yeah, yeah. and they're probably even smarter because they're just like, that's, nope, gotta go. It's always why we get married later. Usually in life, <laughs> we don't figure anything out until then. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. So yeah, that's that's when it's more important, I guess. Um, otherwise, we don't really monitor it a lot until until no. then. Because then, yeah, you are hunting does to hunt your buck. Right. Yeah. And we both set our property up anyway for fall food for the does. Yeah, we want a few does on the property. Right. And the bucks are going to cruise in and out of the property. But, you know, the most important time for us to have deer on our property and the way we set our stuff up with our fall food is the fall during the killing season. Right. You know, so, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that have issues with too many does, yeah. you know, and they don't monitor their stuff at all. And they don't shoot them. And they don't shoot them. And that's a problem. Yeah. If you have a hundred does on your property, well, good for you. I've got all the big bucks. Good because luck. I'm buying next to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And any of those does that I know you have a hundred of that come on my property, I'm killing. Yep. So it, it's, you know, you got to assess your own property yeah or with your neighbors too i guess i would say you know knowing what the neighbors do for you it's for here you know we had talked you're going to take out maybe one or two antlerless deer and yeah. then late the neighbor shot yeah, late, late the neighbor had a couple taken out um 
the only problem is, is I know the neighbor across the street. I don't think he took many last year. Mm. And normally they they take four to six. Yeah. Which is great because then I don't have to do it. Yeah. Well, you had all the winter food, so they left over there. <laughs> they did, <laughs> which which was a good and a bad thing. Right. Um, but yeah, they destroyed my food. They were here all winter. Right. So and like right now, there's probably not a ton of deer I'll on my property, but everything's deer. gone. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, the dough movement's always important. Uh, it's more important, obviously, when you're hunting those bucks late. Do you think dough movement designates buck movement? 100% at the right time of year. Correct. <laughs> and I think that's what people really need to understand. Is your dough movement is going to designate your buck movement. Now, understand, they're not going to continually walk around down on a trail of the doe is constantly used. They're going to be off one way or the other, basically a, nine times out of ten downwind to where the main doe trails are, the main doe bedding areas. And you should have your stand set accordingly for that. Those two, in my opinion, I think are a lot more predictable to find than... 100%. They should be the most predictable I thing mean, on they, your property. They, they are very repetitive yep. in their movements. Yep. They're bedding, they're feeding. And they don't go far. Yeah, they don't. They, they bed close. Yep. They travel the same, you know, and their fawns are taught the same. Yep. You know, and that's why you always see your bucks popping up everywhere. If you got a really old <clears throat> doe, that would be one to take out if you're going to take out antlers. <clears throat> I either take out the oldest doe I know I can get a hold of or a doe fawn. And the only reason I shoot would shoot a doe fawn is if I have way too many mouths on the property. Right. You know, if there's too much... Too many deer on the property, a mouth is a mouth when it comes to food. Yeah, it's it's going to eat one way or the other. That's a fact. The other thing about does are a big mature doe is just as smarter, smarter than a buck. Oh yeah, that's for sure. I have one that, I have one here, and she's been here for, I think, a hundred years. <laughs> and she will blow at me if I come out of the garage in June, mm -hmm. and she can be on the top of that ridge, and I can't see her, and she's blowing. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta and kill her. She's gonna die. She's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's gonna die. We've got she one. just blows the bubble. I swear. There's one mission. Yeah, she's gonna die. Well, she hates you too. No, she hates, she's telling me. She hates me with. She's like extreme prejudice. I believe. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't blame her. No. Well, she but walks I, by at night and sees all of this. Yeah. I always say the the line to hate me is long. No. <laughs> but it starts here. That's right. So. Yeah, that's a good point. But. I mean, that's why I see deal with doe movement. Uh, does in general are very yep. predictable, and they teach their fawns the same thing. Yep. They'll kick them out, you know. Um, well, they're probably kicked out now. Yeah. And they'll be back. They'll be back together. You'll see, like the following year, you'll see another her fawn from the year before. Doe wise, will actually be together with um, the adult doe the same the following yeah. year and if you get too much of that going on then you're going to start to see all kinds of doe issues right so you have to keep those numbers in check they don't kick them out like they do a doe a nubbin buck gets kicked out and then at a year and a half his his um area is probably about a mile mile and a half away where he was born but come fall he heads back that direction he may not make it all the way there but yeah, it depends what he finds on his way. Right. So yes. that's that's kind of how that works. Yeah, so I mean, really to sum it up, is doe movement important? 100% it is important at the right time of the year. 
Correct. I guess that's what we can leave it at. <laughs> you know, yep. So, you know, your middle of October, that's yep. when your dough movement becomes the most important. Yeah. The other part about dough is that you really need <clears throat> to know is dough bedding. Correct? Correct. Right. So know where your dough is bed too. That'll help yep. you kill a big buck too. Yes. So that's about it for this week. I think it was pretty simple, don't you? Dough movement, figuring it out. Probably the only simple one we'll get. Great. Well, so, for us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. Check us out at Rush Outdoors WI on YouTube, or you can watch us uh, or listen to us on RSS feed, and then punch in The Obsession, or you can check us out on Spotify. We appreciate all you guys' support over the years. Keep sending those questions. We'll see you next week. Thank you.